Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode two, so luckily this hasn't fallen flat on its face quite yet. Today, it's going to be another solo update podcast, me kind of talking to you about what's been on my mind, what's been going on in the life of Nick. So without further ado, let's get started with the first thing I want to talk to you guys about today, and that's the fact that I switched to a single laptop and I did this in building the dream desk setup part eight I hoped that I could bring a little bit of minimalism to the building the dream desk setup series and this was not taken very well what so ever I would say about 50 to 75 percent of the comments are people complaining about the fact that I switched to a laptop from a custom built gaming you could say pc but here's the thing I do not game anymore. I don't play any video games. It's it's fun. I completely think it's a good thing if you want to relax. But for me personally, it eats away at a lot of my time and I kind of get obsessed with them. So I decided to cut them away from my life. And so far, it's been amazing. But with that being said, I still need a machine that's going to be powerful enough. And my laptop is just that. I need to video edit. I need to make these videos. I need to make freelance videos, 4K, drone, whatever. It's been handling it amazing. But people are still continuing to complain about the fact that I got rid of a custom PC. And I honestly think one of the big reasons for this is a large part of my audience is gamers. They're the younger generation of people that think you have to be on a custom built PC to have a well-performing computer. I don't know. I That would be my assumption. But the funny thing is, is this laptop has been performing well, if not in some cases better with Premiere. And it's been doing a great job. I've been editing 4K video. Things have been going great. A couple of problems on Premiere's end that I'll be getting to in a little bit here. But for the most part, my experience has been amazing. Only having all of my files on a single machine has, oh man, it's improved my workflow so much better. I'm no longer keeping old projects, those are all deleted now. I'm only keeping the projects that I'm currently working on. I do have a little uh, M2 enclosure uh, for NVMe, little aluminum enclosure that's like 500 gigs, and that's where I keep uh, the client projects that I have going on recently. So in case they need a little edit here and there, that works. But most of those projects are real estate, so once the house sells, it's sold. I don't need to be keeping all of those 4K files for those real estate videos. Once it sells, it sells, it's gone. There's no point in keeping the video, (laughs) because if the the owner is going to have the house, it's going to be changed up and everything like that. But long story short, building the Dream Desk Setup Part 8 was a bit of a flop. People did not react to it. As well as I thought, I hope it would be cool to bring a little bit of minimalism to this series, but I guess that's not a thing. And that's kind of throwing up some red flags, kind of a little bit of a roadblock for my creative direction and kind of where I was headed. It's not going to change anything, though. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do, and if people don't like it, I'm not forcing them to watch. (laughs) No one's forcing them to watch, and I think it's as simple as that. So if you don't like my stuff... It sucks to suck. Don't watch it. (laughs) I'm going to keep making the stuff I want to make because ultimately my end goal is to create content that I like to make and make a living doing it. Without a doubt, that is the number one goal of this channel of me creating content, period. 
Digital minimalism. It's a really interesting topic that I first heard about from Craig Adams. He didn't come up with it, but I do have to give him some big kudos for his video that he came out with. It's been so big on my file management and my pretty much workflow when it comes to creating content. And with Premiere crashing, giving me quite a bit of issues, I'm considering going to a complete Apple ecosystem. It's going to be a big change, but since I don't play games or do any of that anymore, pretty much the only reason I still have a laptop is because I need to edit videos. Otherwise, I would not be having a laptop because there's really no point. I can do everything I want to do on my phone. And that's why I think with the newer iPad Pros, they definitely have my interest coming soon. I don't think they're quite there. I don't think they're there just yet. But I think give it a good couple years and we'll be ready. We'll be ready. Definitely has my interest. And with this Apple ecosystem, I recently switched from the Pixel 2 XL to the iPhone XS. <laughs> I can't believe I did it, honestly. It's... It's been a great change. I'm very happy with the purchase. I'm happy that I made the switch. For the most part, I love the Pixel 2 XL. And I love Android. I love the camera. Oh, man, the camera on the Pixel 2 XL is the best, man. But the reason why I switched was because of app, op app optimization. It's not really Android's fault directly, but more indirectly. When you have Instagram and Twitter and you're getting random bugs here and there, it's kind of Twitter and Instagram's fault and it's also kind of Android's fault. But the big thing here is the fact that these companies have to optimize for too many different kinds of devices. And that's why the app optimization on iOS is so much better. And I can say Mostly, the biggest improvement I've noticed is when you're recording videos on Instagram stories. I love using Instagram stories, and I think it's a big part of my content creation, sharing a message very quickly and efficiently. The bitrate and the overall quality just looks so much better. And I don't like to nitpick this stuff that much, but it's a drastic change, like a very, very big improvement. And shortly after I got this iPhone XS, I went out and bought the AirPods. Again, I cannot believe I did that. But may I say, they are the best invention Apple has come out with since the iPhone. I'm not even joking. These things are consistently in my ears wherever I am. I'm always listening to podcasts, music. Just the fact that they're so easy, lightweight, connectivity is so amazing. I know you've all heard this before everywhere, but I can totally see where everyone's coming from. They're not the most attractive thing, but I can totally deal with that. The portability and ease of use is phenomenal. And one thing I was impressed with with the iPhone XS was the wireless charging. For a while, I thought this was something that was completely overrated. And I mean, yeah, it was convenient, but I mean, really, why do we need wireless charging? But after picking up a wireless charger myself, setting it next to my bed, it's made life really nice. Just being able to throw it on there just have no cables connected. When I'm leaving in the morning, I don't have to trip over the cables and a bunch of stuff like that. It's it's just really nice. It's very clean looking and it's just a good and nice experience. And a lot of people complain about the speed of wireless charging, but I only need to charge my phone once and that's while I'm sleeping. So that's seven to eight hours 
plenty of time to charge it wirelessly. On this iPhone XS, I've had a very good experience with the camera, but is it as good as the Pixel 3 XL? No, when it comes to photography. But when it comes to video, I've noticed that the Pixel line is very lackluster. The bitrate's kind of meh, and the audio, the microphone on it just generally does not sound as good. And as much as I'm recording video on my phone, I'm also doing photos, so I need both photo and video to be good. And that's why I've been very happy with my experience so far. But on a side note, another huge reason why I switched was at CES, and although I only went there for two days and one night, it changed me a lot. I went to a party, it was an Atomos party, a very wonderful dinner, amazing sushi may I say, so thank you Atomos for having me out there, that was a great time. I went with my friend Armando Ferreira and a bunch of other amazing content creators. It was a phenomenal experience. But of course, my friend Armando, he always likes to give me crap for Android. He loves iOS. I mean, he loves both iOS and Android, but he's definitely leaning more on the iOS side right now. So we were having a consistent debate on iOS versus Android, as, you know, <laughs> YouTubers do. So he decided to bring up the fact that content creators mostly use iPhones. And I understood this for to, a, to an extent, I would say. Then he, at the table, of course, with probably 15 to, other, 15 to 20 other content creators, all people that I look up to, all amazing people, he tells them all, all right, everyone, I want you to lift up your phone right now and show this kid, being me, what phone you use. And I swear to you not. Every single content creator, we're talking Sarah Dietschy, the Everyday Dad, some amazing content creators there. Every one of them had an iPhone. I'm not even joking. I'm not one to jump on the bandwagon or anything, but this was a big eye-opener for me. I didn't realize it was to this extent. And I think with that being said, there's a big misrepresentation on YouTube as a whole regarding phones because there are so many Android videos out there but funny enough most of these people making videos about Android devices and praising them they're still daily driving an iPhone and as I said that was a huge eye-opener for me I went all right everyone stop giving me crap <laughs> it is time to get an iPhone I'll go and get one I promise guys because it was an overall joke pretty much every five minutes at that party that I was that one Android guy Again, I am not a bandwagon guy, but this was a big eye-opener. These are all people that really know what they're talking about when it comes to the phone that's in their pocket. And if every single one of them had an iPhone, that was something to take into consideration. And obviously, I did. I went and got an iPhone XS. I did not get the Max version. I think the XS is the perfect size for me. I've been so, so happy that I made this decision. And it's funny because I went on Twitter and went, hey guys, told you I'd do it <laughs> with the picture of the iPhone. I'm very happy I made this switch. And the last thing that I want to talk to you guys about today, the last step towards this Apple ecosystem I'm trying to create with my creative experience, my creative process is switching to a MacBook Pro. I did make a joke about it previously, but I think I'm actually really serious about switching now. 
It is definitely in the burner. I'm thinking about it. It might be my next laptop. Right now, my Dell XPS 15 is phenomenal. But the problem is Premiere, the video editing software that I use to edit my videos, is crashing just too much. Being a creative person and having your tools fail on you over and over again is not good. It's not very good for your motivation and it's not very good for your creative process. And from what I've heard, the Final Cut experience as far as reliability and export speeds are way, way better. And that's why I'm highly considering switching to a MacBook Pro. So if I could have an iPhone, AirPods, and a MacBook Pro, having everything work together, having the audio jump back and forth with iMessage, AirDrop, I'm really looking forward to an experience like that. As I said previously, I really only use a laptop for editing, and if it's going to be failing on me, that's not okay. That slows down my process of getting videos out to you guys, getting videos out to clients. It's not fun, and as a college student, I don't have time for that. To come full swing, the reason why I've been changing all of my devices lately is because I am trying to make a video and I'm trying to change my workflow towards digital minimalism. I want to share with you guys my creative process, where I store my files, how I store my files, where my photos are on my phone, and how I'm able to access them on my laptop. Overall, my content creation process. And it's been very minimal lately, and it's getting more and more minimal. I'm trying to refine this process. I'm trying to refine my file management to perfection, or at least close to it. So then I can go forth and share to you guys how you can improve upon your productivity and be more efficient with creating content. Because the end goal is for me to help you guys. I would love to help tons of you just like me watching Craig Adams digital minimalism video I want to share my version of that how I go about doing things and share a different perspective on file management Whew, man that was a big segment there talking about Nick and his updates on what he's using <laughs> let's move on I deleted my website, nickpachunka.com. Still kept the domain, so no, none of you can go and steal it and try to sell it to me later. Nice try. But I didn't find very much value. I don't think I have a large enough following quite yet for people to be able to gain value out of me having a website. And me personally, spending $150 a year is kind of pointless. It's really not that much, but... Why spend money on something that no one's using or really doesn't provide value? That's why I decided to get rid of it, because pretty much all it was doing was linking my YouTube, my Instagram, my Twitter, and my kit. But YouTube does all of that right on the banner. <laughs> you go to my YouTube channel, it has everything there, and that's where most of my audience is anyways, so... I don't see a point in having a website, at least right now. Maybe once my audience grows to be larger and I have more people following me across the board on all my different platforms, shout out to uh, my Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> I will be going and creating a website again. But right now, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth the hassle. It's just another 150 bucks I could be saving and putting towards something that is actually providing value in my life. And speaking of things that I want to put money towards, 
that will add value to my life. I'm looking for a Honda CRV. Currently, I'm driving a Camry, a 1999 Toyota Camry. And honestly, I've been very happy with it. It's super reliable. It does everything, almost everything I need. I love camping. I love road tripping. And I can't really do much of that out of a Camry. This car my parents bought new and they actually took me home from the hospital in this thing. Not even joking, after I was born, they took me home from the hospital and <laughs> drove me home. I think that's kind of funny. I should go and talk to Toyota about making a commercial about this. <laughs> Don't steal my idea, guys. Don't do it. But I'm looking for something like a Honda CRV anywhere in that realm because I want to take out the two back seats. I want to put a bed in it. I want to lift it a little bit. I want to turn it almost into a conversion camper, kind of like those van life people you see, but a smaller and little bit more short-term version. And the reason for this is because I have some pretty cool travel plans, and being able to travel out of a car makes this cheap as fuck, man. <laughs> Plane tickets are expensive, and I haven't seen much of North America quite yet. So that's why I want to get something that's going to be awesome for road trips, something I can sleep out of, because if you can eliminate the cost of an airfare and of a hotel, you're only pretty much going to be spending gas and food, and that's going to be super cheap. I'm really looking forward to this summer, almost kind of living out of my CRV or something similar. I'm, I'm really been looking. I'm trying to find something. I have plans to go and look at another one in the next couple days. It's actually pretty difficult finding these types of cars that are in low mileage. But the main goal is to be creating content around this idea, around the CRV van life kind of thing. I'm looking to bring maybe a friend, maybe two friends. Who knows? I'd love to go up to Canada this summer, go and check that out, drive up all the way, because I live in Arizona, so driving up all the way to Canada, that would be a big, long road trip especially if you want to go along the West Coast and Highway 1. I think that would be a beautiful, beautiful vacation. And I love traveling, so being able to have something that I can just hop in and go for the weekend, if I want to go camping, I can go and do it. Like I said, I love my Camry. It's super reliable, but I really can't take it off-roading all that much. Pretty much impossible, unless you want to scrape out the whole bottom of your car, and you can't really sleep in it. I don't want to be pitching a tent or setting up a hammock everywhere we go because weather conditions can be a little shaky depending on the situation. So being able to have a reliable form and a place to sleep, like a CRV or a SUV that I can put a bed in the back, will be amazing. So hey, if any of you have a CRV and live in the southwest area near Arizona, let me know. I'm looking for one. I want to buy one. I want to swap it out with my 99 Camry. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic, mental health, and specifically working out. I've been going to the gym about every other day now for the past two, yeah, two weeks, and I feel so much better. My stress, my stress levels are lower, pretty much zero, honestly, and as a college student, that's not bad, and I've been sleeping better. Overall, I just... 
I'm a much happier person. And a lot of this kind of has to do with working out, the endorphins and everything like that. But also the steam room and sauna, and my gym specifically, being able to sit in there and just relax, think about nothing and have no distractions is amazing. And with that being said, I really want to get into meditation. I actually tried this just today when I went to the gym. My friend kind of walked me through how to do it a bit. And being able to meditate is so relaxing. And for your mental health, it's amazing. You know, I've kind of laughed at it in the past, but I am really interested in starting meditation and practicing this because as a person that's, I'm a fairly stressed person in general. I worry about a lot of things I shouldn't. And that's why minimalism is, it's been a vital, vital tool in my content creation and my productivity and my overall mental health. And I want to incorporate meditation into that. So I will keep you guys posted on my experience with that and my journey on practicing a little bit of meditation here. (laughs) Don't let me forget, guys. Shoot me a tweet and ask me how it's going. And with this whole stress thing, I've been talking to a lot of people I know and uh, listening to a lot of podcasts. I've come to the conclusion that stress, it's self-induced. You don't have to be stressed about something specifically. It's all about your perspective and mindset on a situation. If something goes wrong, it's a matter of learning from that and moving on, treating it as an experience that you can learn from. But if you treat it as a mistake, you're not going to learn from it and you are going to be stressed. So treat life as more of a process and more of a learning experience because it's precisely that. When you, have, when you go and make a decision, there's going to be two outcomes. You're going to go, oh, that was a good decision. I'm going to repeat that. Or you're going to tell yourself, maybe that wasn't the best decision. And hopefully you can learn from that and move on. And this is something that I've been beginning to recognize myself. And it's been generally helping me out big time. But one thing I do want to improve upon for me personally is the fact that I complain too much. I'm not the biggest fan of school. Right now I'm going to college to get that degree and leave. There's really no other reason I'm there right now. Only reason I want a degree is for insurance down the road. If I my content creation plan doesn't work out and I need to get a job, I'm going to be able to use that degree to hopefully get something from an employer. But since I am not too fond about school, I complain a lot about it, especially in my math class. I'm not the biggest math fan. Econ is another thing. I'm complaining about every five minutes. I complain too much. I need to learn how to be more positive and deal with situations. It's good to vent, but not consistently. If you're always speaking negativity, you're going to make those around you feel negative. And if people around you are making you feel negative, that's not a fun experience. So I want to be generally a more positive person and a more fun person to be around. So that's one of the things that I want to improve upon. I'm not a perfect person, and I hope that I convey that to you guys. I will never be perfect, and neither will any of you. But it's all a matter of improving upon yourself to be a better person. Minimalism, minimalism, minimalism. Is it a fad? Well, the world may never know. Actually, yes, I think it's a fad right now. But it's for the good. I found minimalism, the philosophy of it, 
to be super beneficial to my life. And I want to create more videos about minimalism and its benefits. More specifically, minimalist filmmaking and how it can improve your filmmaking. How can it make your content creation experience better and more enjoyable? I want to create more videos about that. Because me personally, I mean, I haven't even been making videos about why I'm selling my Sigma 18 to 35. A lot of you guys took it very well, and I'm happy that you're enjoying that. The reason why I'm finding minimalism being beneficial when it comes to filmmaking is there's less distractions. If I only have one lens, I'm not considering, hey, you know, should I use this lens or that lens? And you end up missing the shot. The fact that you have just the tools that you need and nothing else has been very beneficial regarding my workflow, my productivity, and my overall enjoyment of making videos. It's been very fun and interesting to me getting rid of all this excess and all this fluff that does not add value to my life. And I would love to share some of these similar ideas and these benefits that I've been noticing about minimalism, about filmmaking, how it's improved my life and my content creation with you guys. I'm really looking forward to that. And with that being said, of course, I want to be talking about minimalism on this podcast. That's always going to be a big overarching feature just because of how drastic it has changed my life and my experience as a human being learning and growing to improve on this earth. So I want to be combining minimalism and filmmaking on my channel. And this has created some interesting reviews. Ever since I've been more interested in minimalism, it's changed my ideas about things and about tools that could be cameras, that could be lighting, any filmmaking equipment. That's a tool to me. And it has changed my perspective when I go and review these tools or these things. And I think it makes it very, very valuable for anyone that's interested in something, whether or not they should go and purchase it or not, whether or not it actually added value to my life. Like for instance, the Sigma 18 to 35 did not add enough value to my life to keep it. That's why I'm selling it. And that's why I am getting rid of it. And I want to be talking about that more and more when it comes to filmmaking and reviews about certain items. I don't want to be focusing just on items though. But when I do talk about these items, I want to get to the important information first. I don't want to be listing specs like all these tech YouTubers do because, well, you heard in my last podcast, I'm not making tech videos anymore. And I don't want to be like every filmmaking channel out there that just reviews gear or just makes tutorials. I want to provide value. I want to share information on how you can become a better filmmaker through me sharing my experience and how I've improved and how maybe you can do the same. And it's been very beneficial to getting to the important bits first, sharing what's really, really valuable about a tool. And I hope that I can start to convey just those important bits to you guys, rather than listing off all the specs that you can find everywhere else. But I hope this podcast added value to you guys I hope that you learned something that you can apply towards filmmaking and being a better content creator, or maybe even just being a better person. Just remember that life is a journey. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to make good decisions and you are going to make mistakes, but it's all a matter of whether or not you're going to learn from those mistakes and improve yourself to be a better person. That's what really makes the difference here. 
don't take yourself so damn seriously all the time because we're all learning. All of us are. Just have fun with life. Enjoy the process and enjoy the small things. Focus on what's really important and eliminate the excess that's distracting you from that.